0: All right, so welcome back, guys. We're gonna take our deeper dive into risky business.
1: Time to get deep. <laughs> we ask the hard questions, and we go deep. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. Should I?
0: I don't know there how hard the questions are.
1: <laughs> I was trying to do a double entendre. Right, I got it. I got it. Okay. Yeah. I guess if you have to explain a double entendre afterwards, it didn't really nope. work. No, it like didn't you expected double it or to. entendre. <laughs> what? We just watched the trailer. Yes. What'd you think?
0: I think that it it captured it. It made it feel funner.
1: I don't know if you can really say more fun. You could tell they knew they had something. Yes. With the dance of the tidy whitey scene. Right, they I mean that was in the preview. It was everywhere. It was the beginning, the middle, and the end of the preview. You could tell they knew they had something. They had made something iconic before it even premiered.
0: Well, and I, I thought until the close to the very end when we do have um, Booger saying, talking about Guido the killer pimp, I thought they were going to kind of leave that whole thing out. That it was just going to seem like a party hmm. um, kind of scene, just a, you know, th- back and forth and, and not as risky and everybody would be surprised by that aspect. <laughs>
1: Okay, so we're just going to talk about the things we left out, uh, the things we wanted to talk more about. And, I mean, shoot, it's our podcast. We'll just talk about whatever we want to talk about. Let's be. I guess so,
0: yeah. (laughs) Sorry, guys.
1: Yeah. And so you you strap in. Speaking of strapping in, we did look at...
0: (laughs) Oh. Segway.
1: No. (laughs) We did look up seatbelt laws and found out that... uh, Seatbelt laws weren't introduced until at the earliest 1984. Well, there we go. We've got a 1979 car, mm-hmm.
0: 1983 movie.
1: And so, yeah, seatbelts were not necessarily uh, present and definitely weren't required. And, and I guess New Hampshire still aren't. Uh, shame on you, people in New England. Right. And fast and loose.
0: <laughs> Who would have thought? New Hampshire. You looked it up
1: like 63% of people in New Hampshire wear seatbelts. Like, up yours, New Hampshire. Like, what are you doing?
0: I don't know I I'm feeling a very like drawing back to our Kelly Bishop very Gilmore girls being just a a gas that someone was pulling her over for not wearing a seatbelt. I I could see the just the the true um
1: you know uh And I'm just thinking of bodies flying through the air (laughs) with every fender bender in Stars Hollow. I don't even know if Stars Hollow is in, it's just in, it's in generic New Hampshire or generic uh, New England, I think. I don't think it has anything specific. Well, Emily Gilmore
0: says, How dare you, sir? How dare you, sir, waste your time with me, a common criminal, because I'm not wearing a seatbelt.
1: I just see like, people bumping themselves in a parking lot and just bodies flying through windshields. Uh, just, just a montage mass chaos. <laughs> Death and dismemberment. Well, there we go. If you're from New Hampshire, let us know. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> if you can survive. Right. Right. Do careful. not Slow listen down. to this podcast. Down. <laughs> Turn the podcast off and pay attention. <laughs> people are maniacs. <laughs> So there's no real way to get from that to Ferris Bueller. Right. <laughs> so we're just gonna shift. Okay. <laughs> so what, what do you think about you? Know, we've we've talked about what we kind of thought about this and Ferris Bueller. Any any further thoughts about that?
0: I think I feel the same that you know this is a less fun Ferris Bueller. You, you have I almost. Thing not well, not less fun. That's not really the right word. It's just darker. It, it, it goes over the deep end. It's like it's ferris unchecked. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's everything that Cameron really thought might happen because he didn't really have, well, I guess he had some pretty major consequences. He actually did have the car consequence where, um, you know, Tom Cruise
1: uh, just has egg consequence,
0: right? Exactly. Exactly.
1: We did look up that apparently Cameron's house is about three doors down from uh, from Joel's house, so there is some some uh, some similarities Yeah, All there. In the same
0: neighborhood, all living the same um high pressured Ivy League experiences.
1: I can't help but wonder if the soundtrack didn't have a lot to do with that though. I can I w- see that. I wonder if, you know, Cameron's jumping into the into the pool and it's playing Tangerine Dream music. I wonder if we don't Is it get... it's playing Tangerine Dream? No, it's it's playing um Simon, and Garfunkel? Uh, Simon and Garfunkel, but just imagine that what right it would work, and then imagine Joel is pouring his Crown and Coke, uh, eating well. his TV dinner, and instead of playing Tangerine Dream, it's bow bow. Oh yeah, yeah. And and it, that's kind it, of
0: like he looks at the camera and goes, "Ha ha, you know, see what I'm doing here." Yeah, <laughs> a little
1: wink, you know. Yes, it would definitely. I, I think the music choices. You really even have a that.
0: moment, you know, where. Maybe they're trying to capture that. You've got the whole parade scene going on from Donka Shane into, um, is it Shout? Or, yeah. Um, No, Shake It a Baby. uh, You're right, you're right. Um, right. And so kind of, it's more participatory, obviously. And then you have a whole group of people doing the dance from Thriller randomly off to the side. But that's cool. It's
1: kind of, it's Bob Seger moment. Kind of. And yeah, so I, I really think those movies share DNA like mm-hmm. I did not expect them to have.
0: Well, they share. I mean, I know John Hughes really isn't a part of this movie, but it very much in the same neighborhood in Chicago. It It's outside. It's John Hughes's, you know, or cousin.
1: <laughs> so another movie that this movie shares a lot of DNA with that we commented on was Girl Next Door. Yes. And I think that... Um, we realized in doing a little bit of research that every film reviewer in the history of time has made that connection. And we're the only <laughs> ones that didn't know it. <laughs> Girl Next Door was a movie that both of us liked quite a bit, and I don't think we realized it was sort of a ripoff of this. It was pretty good, though.
0: Yeah, well, we didn't really have the background of all of this to compare it to, so you know, I guess we're seeing this you know out of order. So that, that makes yeah. sense.
1: And every every review I've said has kind of said the same thing we did: that Timothy Olyphant is when he's on screen, the movie's incredible, and mm-hmm. that Paul Dano is kind of delightful.
0: Paul Dano, yes, Paul Dano definitely ups the ante, and I really would rather have him as a friend than booger.
1: <laughs> oh so we tried to connect booger right we really tried uh can't hardly wait
0: no better off dead better
1: off dead why did i say can't hardly wait that's boy that's wrong better off dead kind of throws a little bit of a monkey wrench in there because he's back in high school but i think we figured it out yes i think the events of this movie are so traumatic mm-hmm. that he ha- just has a psychotic break Spends three and a half more years in high school.
0: Sniffing everything, snorting everything as drugs.
1: Snorting everything in a PG Snow, movie.
0: <laughs> Jello, everything. A
1: PG movie basically about how funny suicide is, and he's snorting everything he can get his hands on. Yes, and he that's, wears a top hat. That's the 80s for you.
0: Yes, so he's going farther and farther down the hole. His dreams of or his goals of Harvard are definitely out the window. He's in school longer. He's getting some really bad habits. I mean, one might argue that it—I don't know what Jello does to your brain, you know, uh, versus cocaine. But you know, he probably hasn't done any drugs. He doesn't know how. He doesn't understand. So he's just snorting everything. Um, And then, then he goes and he joins Revenge of the Nerds.
1: Absolutely. That character then eventually becomes the principal of uh, of Jess's high school. And we see he was in Clan of the Cave Bears. That was just an ancient ancestor. Yes. And I think that his character in um, that 70s show was probably just his father or uncle.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I, that that so works. I, I think it's probably an uncle. I'm going to go with an uncle. uncle.
1: So, yeah. I mean, character has pretty much been the same all the time.
0: Yes. It has deep roots. <laughs> his DNA is strong.
1: So moving on, some of the questions this week I'm not entirely certain had extraordinarily interesting answers. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> just gonna, gonna rapid fire them okay. and feel free go crazy if something if something strikes your fancy then come on come All at right. me, bro. Okay. Okay. So the egg uh, egg was made by some crystal company out of New York that went out of business. Check. So it it really wasn't that great.
0: It was it was nothing. Apparently,
1: people don't really collect crystal anymore and it had been going declining for quite some time and i kind of think it should so screw you crystal yeah so next on the rapid fire we've got Cruz and swayze they were together in the outsiders yes it was good it was great anything else you got going on
0: nope just hunky hunky dreamy era it really is i mean we just don't have that anymore there's no more Teen Beat, no more Tiger Beat, no more no more magazine that's got, you know, the pages of, of who you should be crushing on. That is one thing. Everybody told us who we should crush on. They don't really do that as much anymore. Uh,
1: you have your Biebers and your Kardashians and your... But nobody's telling you you should have a crush Wayans on them. People are saying and... you should
0: want to be them.
1: It's uh, a little different. Okay, okay. I see what you're saying. I mean, there was that edward vampire guy
0: oh i guess so I maybe mean, there was there is that whole head-to-head on are, that, you an edward, been, are you edward
1: Is that been 10 or 15 years now that
0: is like facebook when you had bulletin boards oh man that's how long ago that was
1: <laughs> i had buttons right yeah, yeah there
0: were there were buttons that said, i'm a cullen or i'm a i'm a whatever i'm an edward or a uh,
1: the the wolf guy i don't uh, remember his jacob name. Jacob. Team jacob okay there we go <laughs> that's out there <laughs> <laughs> so we also uh, we're looking through the cast list and apparently and people have a picture on the internet so google it if you want to tell us what you think we'll apparently, throw it we'll
0: throw it on on the socials too apparently
1: baby megan Mullally Aww. is in this film in her first movie she got her her cruises mom's dress on she got her cigarette going she's a little bit of
0: a blonde i think too it, it's
1: not what i was expecting
0: But it is definitely the perfect, perfect backstory for Karen Walker.
1: Absolutely. If anybody gets a chance to see her or Nick Offerman live. Oh, yes. Jump on it. So good. Two of them together, even better.
0: They're amazing.
1: So another thing we want to talk about was permanent record. (laughs) Yes. I listen to a lot of true crime. Probably not as much as Jenny.
0: I don't know. You listen to different true crime than I do. I kind of listen to a lot of comedy true crime. You, we've both deep dived into some cases, but you, you've, you've continued down that path and I'm looking for a little bit more levity.
1: Mm-hmm. But one thing I can tell you is that in capital murder cases, most of the evidence is gone. Most of the evidence is missing. Nobody right. knows where it is. And this is a murder kn- case. Yes, this murder case. There's supposed to be chains of custodies and everything's supposed to be stored. And, and most of that stuff, nobody knows where the crap it is. So your high school permanent record, <laughs> you're probably fine. You're probably safe. <laughs> Nobody's going to be able to locate that thing. <laughs>
0: It's yeah. Nobody. It was. It definitely got flooded in some basement, or <laughs> it's in some some file cabinet that someone's lost the keys for. If anyone even had the desire to try and find it, but it's it's ruined. It's got gum on it.
1: <laughs> so I'm gonna lay this one on you. We haven't even discussed this in our pre-show meeting. Drivers Ed. Okay. So we have had not many adult relationships in our lives. We've been together for quite some time now. Mm -hmm. I have really one, is 18 even really an adult relationship if you're in college? I don't really think so, but if you want to get- Not
0: looking back at the time it is. If
1: you want to get technical, maybe I've had one adult relationship that was not with you. I love you, babe. (laughs) And this is somebody who was in Jenny's- driver's ed class
0: yes yes i didn't even even think about that when we were talking about my driver's ed experience she was not my partner she wasn't the one i had to slam the brakes on or demolished all the cones
1: but it's so great though because if you talk about your ex and you say that your ex is crazy a lot of times people are like oh no they're probably the problem. Like the ex, probably isn't actually yeah, that it's crazy. Like, oh,
0: you're just remembering that they were. You know, you, you're not in that relationship anymore, so you're you're throwing some shade. And
1: Jenny has concrete. Proof. That's oh, no. one great thing about knowing each other. As long as we yeah. have, we have concrete proof. We all know most of our exes. Okay, and we all know they are crazy. Buckle
0: in, <laughs> buckle in, hey, New Hampshire. You're you're okay. You get a pass. Um This chick. You know, I love you too, babe. You were the one who dated her, but I'm, I'm laying it all out. So you dated some
1: weirdos, let's I be did fair, too. I but did. she probably takes the cake.
0: She probably does. She 100% hated my guts because I was <laughs> definitely, she was very, very emo. You know, this was the 90s. She was, you know, she had the giant Jinko jeans. Like, you know, the, she had the most, uh, I know for sure she had the biggest Jinko jeans of anyone I've ever met in my life. Um, you know, it was the the pant leg was
1: 72 inches. Yeah,
0: okay, you know I you tried know, them on. You know that for a fact. So
1: not like in a weird way, just
0: That's fine. I mean we all wore real, really big pants, and it was kind of like, how many people can fit in these pants? I mean, you know, yeah, it wasn't sexual in- at all. Seventy-two
1: inch leg opening. It was is more like clown car something. kind
0: of situation than it was.
1: Sexual. Actually, we felt like seventeen people in one pair <laughs> <What>? of pants
0: because <laughs> we didn't stop to think whether we should. We just did. Um,
1: <laughs> like, what will happen to Fred Durst if we can make this happen? <laughs> it,
0: it's like just you jump in five people in jingo pants and say Fred Durst five times. <laughs> so in this era so she's she's all all, all that i have you know um i have little little sh- uh, camo shorts um you know some you know probably graphic tee. oh I, I bet you anything i had a cindy cinderella's graphic tee that i found at goodwill that oh, was like wow. for some sort of talent it was a a ringer shirt it was a white shirt with like blue trim I had a vinyl 101 Dalmatians backpack that I was carrying. I used to wear my hair in like the two, you know, low, low buns. And I had Lisa Frank sparkly clips in my hair. I was the Visco girl that, that everyone is all, is is all talking about now. So, you know, I come be we with the two girls in this class in the summertime. That's it. It's a room full of guys, you know, varying ages, probably from 15 to 18. Um, And we're the two girls and we're sitting right across from each other. And she just she couldn't sigh any louder if she tried, (laughs) Um, you know, and so. I was, I mean, I was, I was 16. I was, I was cute that summer. I was feeling myself. So, you know, I was, I was probably full on flirting. I probably had a boyfriend at the time. Didn't mean I wasn't full on flirting and driver's said, Hey, why not? In fact, the guy that was my driving partner was friends with, I think my boyfriend at the time, like did know him. He went to school with him. Um, so we were, we were kind of friends. We, we talked cause we had a, a common friend, but so said girl was there with her brother um, dramatic pause do you guys remember Angelina Jolie and her brother at the Oscars there was definitely some similar vibes going on in this brother sister relationship it was
1: odd I had been trying to really put words on their relationship for 15 years 18 years until just a few weeks ago when you said that <laughs> <laughs> and that just It all plays Like exactly Yeah, It was just a weird Angelina Jolie and her they brother were just,
0: They were just too close Someone probably had a, a vial of somebody's blood Actually I think that was Billy Bob Thornton But I bet That did, that started somewhere <laughs> <laughs> I bet you they had each other's blood before he. She mentioned it to Billy Bob, and he was like, "Sure, I'm down."
1: Yeah, Billy Bob wasn't just coming up. Hey, let's let's get some blood. You know, no,
0: no, he was like, "Sure, babe, whatever."
1: <laughs> like I won't be famous. It's fine.
0: He's like, "Lord Er never asked me that." But
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, deep cuts. Oh man. <laughs>
0: All right. So, yes. Yes. So it was a fun summer. Um, it was. Yeah.
1: Maybe not the time of your life that summer. That
0: summer wasn't the time of my life. I mean, but I I had a fun summer. But she she definitely she was a piece of work.
1: But we wish we wish her well. We wish yeah, all sure. of her. We've yeah. had you know, we we have very, very little to talk about. And I mean, if I had a lot to talk about about Jenny's exes, I'd have a problem because half of them were my groomsmen. That's true.
0: That's a whole nother thing. I'm sure we'll get to that.
1: Probably. So moving on to inflation. A Harvard MBA at 40000 starting salary, that comes at about $105,000 a year right now.
0: Okay. That's solid. So yes, I mean, i thinking about being a high schooler, um, you know, getting 250 bucks from your mom for the week to buy pizza, and then oops, overspent on your call girl. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Uh, yeah, okay. So that that's significant. That can get you a lot. But I will also say, I don't think that that puts you in the same kind of career uh, now that it did then. Because you know, you didn't need experience at anything in the 1980s. You just slicked your hair back. You had a tie. You got some business tie cards. Uh, yeah, tie clip. You got a business, some business cards. Maybe committed some murder. Who knows? Listen to some Huey Lewis, and you were good.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And there's just so many more business schools out there now. I mean, yeah. if you're getting, you know, your business school from distance learning from the Oklahoma State universal uh, universal university <laughs> or you're probably not going into a hundred five thousand dollar probably not job. sorry
0: sorry you did that more as you fulfilled something for yourself and that's important that's very important you can't put a, a, a price on that that they probably did the school probably did yes but you probably can't and you know i wish they you didn't well. give
1: it to you because it felt good for them no, and it fulfilled no. something it in felt their good life. for you
0: but but yes so it it's not that interesting, like of me talking, me talking about You're all this talking is, business. It's not interesting. Okay. I'm I'm bored talking about it right now. So <laughs> that okay. So forty thousand hundred five. Okay. Yeah.
1: So um, a night with uh with Lana uh, about seven hundred ninety two dollars.
0: Okay, so that I guess that really means then um that his parents gave him the equivalent of about five hundred bucks.
1: About yeah for
0: the week. That's a lot of pizza.
1: That is a lot of pizza. Yeah, I mean, if you. Don't start calling sex workers. What are you going to do with all that? That'll go a long way.
0: I mean, you got to work some of that off.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I did not deep dive uh, what a uh, escort costs. In, in today's now. money <laughs> so i don't know how exactly your browser
0: that, your browser history will be <laughs> whack
1: my browser history is a mess from it's this true. already <laughs>
0: i've looked up your targeted ads are so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you buy one victoria's secret gift card <laughs> one <laughs> gift card
0: you, you, are you are you feeling very Tom Cruise that now you you buy one thing and your whole your whole targeted ad in browser history is, is screwed your permanent your your internet permanent record is
1: well now that I've looked up 1983 women's uh, electric razors <laughs> things are about <laughs> to get interesting
0: we'll keep we'll keep you posted
1: <laughs> so let's talk so you did a little deep diving on women's electric grooming
0: I did I did so I looked up um, the the contraption that my mom had that I thought was so cool, and it's called the Lady Norelco Beauty Salon. It did a whole salon, but it's this big, big clamshell. You open it up. It has 11 attachments. You, it does have a shaver. Um, we watched the ad.
1: Absolutely insane. Stop what you're doing. Watch it now. We'll wait for you.
0: But it, it's going to make you feel beautiful, like your nails feel perfect and, 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 and like you were at Salon. She's like, like rubbing
1: on her face. She's rubbing on her legs. She's like,
0: I want my skin to feel smooth under my hose and my face to feel smooth under my concealer or foundation or whatever. But basically, it's it's going to make you feel like beautiful under and over everything is kind of what it implies.
1: It was Wild.
0: We'll, we'll we'll tag it on on some posts as well.
1: I cannot believe that I've never seen anybody get murdered by one of those in a horror movie. It's just I just saw <laughs> I it. I don't think
0: just, anything was sharp enough I really. Don't know. I
1: just thought that maybe some trauma movie somewhere somebody would get murdered with one of those. It just felt like that.
0: Well, the thing is you get limited by the fact that you're dealing with small electronics in the 80s and they all have cords.
1: That's I mean, true. you could can, you
0: can't chase someone very very far when you're when you're uh, Held down by a cord next to the bathroom. Mirror. Flashback
1: to classic scene in idle hands. With the turkey <laughs> carver. Right.
0: Exactly. Yes.
1: So we also uh, looked at uh, Paul Brickman, the director of this mm-hmm. film. He pretty much just looks like got tired of Hollywood and deuced out and kind of looks back and thinks he probably that was probably a mistake.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, this is a great movie. I, I would have loved to see more movies from him. I could see it's so stylistic. Um, I could see him really falling into a rut, and maybe mm-hmm. maybe he did pull.
1: And out He's written a head, several but... screenplays, you know, for movies that are you know have been made and that mm-hmm. aren't half bad. So he's, he's had a career. Good for him. Yeah, but I could definitely see how after this, everyone wants a piece of you, and I could see how you want. Like, yeah, later.
0: <laughs> a little overrated. Yeah, got it.
1: So, actually uh, looked up. I don't know how I got onto there, but girl who is credited as Shower Girl was in two movies, took like a 20-year break, and is now producing and directing independent films.
0: In this movie? Sh- she's Shower Girl in this movie? Oh, yeah. oh, the, oh the Shower Girl. The, 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 the Shower Girl. At the girl. beginning. Yeah, okay. she like,
1: left Hollywood for like 20 years and is now pr- and apparently doing pretty well producing and directing small independent projects.
0: Oh, that's great for her. She was Shower Girl twice? Like in two movies? No, 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 then- in this.
1: And then she was in another movie.
0: And that's it. Is that really Walking Away from Hollywood? Like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh-
0: The director, he He walked away from Hollywood. He walked away from Hollywood. 2 times. shower girl.
1: She put put a towel on and and went to work. She
0: put a comb through her hair and (laughs) (laughs) went to film school, maybe.
1: So next to last question I have for you. (laughs) Will In The Air Tonight ever be sexy again?
0: No, Hangover ruined that. It's always been fun and cool, but Hangover definitely put it in another category.
1: And I know it from the Hangover before I know it from this, and it was so sexy in this. But I just, it's it's been a couple of days now, and all I can really think of is Mike Tyson.
0: Yep, I mean it, it got a resurgence. I mean it probably it's always like I said it's always been there in the zeitgeist, but um, little backstory on it. It's a crazy do you know the backstory of that song?
1: No. Teach me. Teach me.
0: It is one of Phil Collins' friends was murdered and he wrote this song. The song is about that. Like, um, basically like, I know you did I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Like I I can't even think of all the words, but basically it's like, I know who did this. He performed it for the first time, making sure that the person who killed his friend was in the front row. And like kind of like I know what you did last summer, kind of in your face. Yes, yes. So this is this is a.
1: uh, So it's maybe not that sexy of a song. Not
0: not really. Technically, maybe
1: maybe Tyson kind of just he just took it back.
0: Maybe maybe. And I'm going to be honest. I'm I'm going to do a little bit. I'm going to make sure I'm right on that. But I'm pretty sure I've heard that in a lot of different places, not just one weird place. A lot lot
1: of uh, true crime murder podcasts. Right. Murder shows. Murder shows. Sorry.
0: That was an SNL sketch recently that my friend sent to me, and it, it yeah. It rings true. It does ring true. <laughs>
1: There's no sweatpants in yours.
0: In my experience with yeah. murder shows, no, I don't wear sweatpants. But
1: There's a lot of leggings.
0: Yes. <laughs> you know.
1: You know, as you do. Yes. So I think we're going to finish this week on what did you watch with your parents? We talked last week about yes. what did your parents make you leave the room for? This week, what did you wish your parents had made you leave the room for?
0: 100% Jerry Maguire.
1: Jerry Maguire. There is no sort of warning on
0: that one. No, it is not. It's a jump cut. It's a jump cut because I think, you know, it's they're arguing. It's uh, Jerry uh, Tom Cruise. Again, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Um, and Kelly Preston.
1: No, I don't think it's an argument. I think it goes straight from Renee Zellweger thinking, like, what his – Girlfriend must be like, oh, she must be so classy.
0: Oh, okay, okay. And then, yes, then they're... <laughs> like,
1: legs splayed. They're like... Never stop.
0: <laughs> like, they're squatting in a corner. Like, it is against all rules of gravity that that they're still... Anything is really actually happening. They're so sweaty. I mean, luckily, at this time, probably watching movies with my parents... Like I always kind of like sat or like laid on the floor um, ahead of them. They were like on the sofa watching, sitting back. And I would like lay on the floor. So I, would, I was just bored or whatever. But so I would, could not, without making a huge drastic movement of my body, make eye contact with them. So no one had to look in everybody, but everyone was completely still. No one said a thing. It just played out in front of us. And it moved on. We never talked about it once. Never Uh, once.
1: See, I was on the left of the couch and mom was in her chair. Uh, And you know the layout of my parents' living room. That is like...
0: Eye contact, eye contact, eye contact.
1: There's a triangle (laughs) between the TV, mom's chair, and my spot on the couch. You have
0: to be looking to the left to be looking at the TV. Looking straight ahead is looking at your mom's chair.
1: Yes, yes. Like her looking at the TV. She can see me out of the corner of her eye. (laughs) Oh, that sucks.
0: (laughs) But yes, that one stands out.
1: I mean, you by know, far, never above stop and effing me. Like if, if you ever want me to be with another woman for you, it, yeah, it, it goes
0: also in so many places. Like
1: going to the refrigerator, completely naked and just sitting around drinking. And it is <laughs> oh my goodness! Like just put some clothes on, please. Like, stop, stop. It's like <laughs> just
0: what is it? The date night? The date night with um. Uh, Steve Carell and Tina Fey, they keep going back to Mark <laughs> Wahlberg's house and he's never wearing a shirt or he's wearing like less of a shirt every time. And he's like, <laughs> Steve Carell's losing it. Uh, I think that about, I don't know why that comes. I think about that anytime if someone is like some must, overly muscly guy, it's like,
1: yeah. Because we just have a thing about shirts, you know. I think that... You, know, you you see on the internet, and there's this big rally, and and women are trying to argue for the right to be topless, and the any place a man's allowed to be topless, and I think great. Mm-hmm. I honestly think women should be able to be topless more than men should be. I mean, you know, <laughs> there's women have a reason if they got a baby out there. There's a good reason. Men, yeah. rare. If you're not at the beach, put your shirt on.
0: Yeah, it's just I don't know what it, like are they gonna. If they took their shirt off and beat their chest, maybe we're, we're trying to accomplish something. It, it's so animalistic if you do that. But just being shirtless is, it's just as aggressive. You're just
1: like, walking down the street and some dude just walking around with no shirt on. Like, what's your shirt on, dude?
0: It's like, if you're so hot, you have to take your shirt off, probably... You need to invest in
1: some better moisture-wicking fabrics.
0: You do. There is the technology. It does exist. But if you're so hot, probably not everybody else is enjoying you, you cooling yourself off.
1: <laughs> if you're so hot that you have to take your shirt off... What's going on downstairs is a mess.
0: Ooh, <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that, but
1: like if you're if you're that sweaty, if you're that sweaty Ew. that you have to like you know, air condition yourself, then yeah, that's 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 the least of your problems is your chest and back. Sorry. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I don't even know how we got there.
0: I don't even know. I'm not sure.
1: I don't know. I'm I sure. guess put some clothes on, shirts, shirtless yes. guys. We we got that was a tangent. Oh my goodness! Yeah. But
0: uh, that might not survive.
1: Maybe not. <laughs> so we talked about a night's tale. Were yes. You parents made you leave the room.
0: No, we didn't leave the room. But then you turned we it turned off. We turned. That was that was that was the, that was the mo. Yeah. Turn it off and guess. Let's guess and see how long the scene is. I haven't done any, my mom's never done any prior research. You know, she didn't pre-watch it and and make a note this five minutes from this moment. It's going to be safe. Nope. Usually turned it back on in a much worse moment. If she had done that in Jerry Maguire, she would have 100% turned it back on right at the moment where she's like saying, never stop fucking me. (laughs) That's, that's how that worked.
1: I remember Titanic is complete opposite okay. of Jerry Maguire because it builds up forever. It does. There's like seven minutes of, hey, guess what? I'm going to take my clothes off. Hey, guess what? I'm going to take my clothes off. Like hey, French guess girls. what? I'm going to take my clothes off. Like coming out, like slowly taking Rome off. <laughs> 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 like just, just get naked, to draw the picture. And <laughs> put the clothes back on. Uh, and, and then the, the hand. The hand, yeah, the, the sweaty hand.
0: hand. Uh, we're really going for sweaty sex there. That's You don't really think about, I mean, of of course, now we're going back to, to sweat. Of course, period piece sex is going to be sweaty sex. <laughs> That's just, there. yeah, there's no air conditioning anywhere, any anytime. But you just don't, it doesn't usually get that graphic.
1: I mean, in a time when there's no air conditioning and nobility and royals bathe once a month. Yeah. Like, sex is going to be real. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I have no idea. We haven't seen Bridgerton yet, but uh, I have a feeling they take up some liberties.
0: I'm, yes, I'm sure they do. They're, they're, they're keeping, keeping everybody comfortable.
1: <laughs> uh, you got another one?
0: I really don't. That one just takes the cake so high that, I mean, there's definitely moments of like awkwardness, but that one is so high up there of, of experiencing it. That's really the number one.
1: I think Christmas Vacation. Is Christmas another Vacation.
0: One. I feel like Christmas Vacation was actually. I think it was forbidden.
1: Oh, okay. Because
0: um, I would guess. I don't remember this exactly, but my mom has some very specific feelings about certain actors too. Mm. I, I'm guessing right now as we're talking she about some it, Chevy Chase she stuff. has some Chevy Chase stuff that mm. he's just always, yeah, because all the vacation movies get get. Hyper like hypersexual in some moment. He's just kind of a like. Could he be a cartoon with his tongue hanging out and his auga <laughs> anymore as a as a real life person?
1: But yeah, that that scene with Nicolette Scorsese and it just it just goes on. It just it's goes so long. On. It yeah. just goes. On. You have the opening scene at the mall, and then you have the the scene on the diving board, and it never really shows anything. But boy, it just keeps escalating (laughs) so have we we wrapped it up i think so any any risky thoughts you have any 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 business we haven't discussed
0: uh risky check business check
1: all right all right so tell me about what's happening next
0: All right. So we're changing gears a little bit in terms of genre and we decided we wanted to watch something that was right in the wheelhouse of um, when we were actually teenagers and was in the theater and everyone else around you was watching it, but we, we could have, we could have gone and see it. We were old enough to go see it, um, but it just wasn't allowed. And that is for me, the craft, Um, witchcraft and magical stuff has its own subgenre forbidden in my household when I was a kid. Um, I would even say it maybe was on a higher forbidden level than sex was. Um, you've got your your hierarchy of of don't mess with and <laughs> messing with the occult was way up there. And then you had your sex stuff. Then you had your violence. My mom really loves Die Hard. She doesn't like a lot of people to know that, but she loves a good violent movie. So she has wishy-washy feelings on it, it would oscillate wildly as to when violence was off the table or violence was fine just however righteous she was feeling at the moment um so coming the,
1: over to the zach uh, household because violence isn't even on the list right you know but we they, would watch Rambo in slow motion <laughs> to see how they made the guy explode <laughs> but you know now if you swear words all of a sudden there, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to start there uh, was
0: Probably an internal count of swear words. Like, okay, we now we if there were too many in, like in succession, then it was going off, and we weren't going to watch it. Um, there were definitely times we started a movie that we didn't get to finish, but the occult, hands down, always. Off limits, and so the craft. You know, a a group of teenage girls that are in ninety as all nineties as all get out um, are taking the screen, and they're risky, and they're sexy, and they're dangerous, and they're witches. Ooh. So we're gonna watch the craft.
1: All right, well, buckle up. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs>
0: <laughs> candyman, man, candyman. man,
1: <candyman>. man. Oh man. <laughs>
0: Still haven't seen that. Nope. Maybe it's on the list. I don't know.
1: (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Have a good one.